thank you for listening to the podcasts from Life Central Church. For more information or to visit one of our locations, go to lifecentralchurch.org.uk. So when I was first a Christian, I used to hear this phrase ever such a lot, you know, God has spoken to me, I heard God say. And it used to really puzzle me as to think, are they really hearing God? How do you do this? Can I be one of those people? And for a while, I used to think that maybe I had to be like a super Christian or there was a select few across the world that God chose to spoke to. And if you're really, really good at being a Christian, living a Christian life, he'd speak to you. But it isn't like that at all. And when we come to any conversation about prayer at all, one of the biggest questions that I've ever been asked is, you know, how can I hear God? And then quickly followed up by the real question we're asking is, how do I know what I am hearing is actually God? And every one of us is different in the way that we approach God and spend time with him. So the first thing I want to say to you is just relax, just be you. Start in whatever way works for you, whether that's sitting in silence, whether that's reading your Bible, listening to worship, going outside, being artistic. Whatever works for you is the way to go. The ways to be with God are endless. And there isn't anything religious you have to do either. There's nothing you have to say. There's no special words we have to do. There's no special format we have to take. God really wants to speak to us, so just relax. And we all want to hear God and recognise when he's speaking to us, don't we? But that isn't the ultimate aim of our spending time with God. You know, our main goal is to mature into our relationship with him, to get closer to him. And if we do that, and that's our primary driver, I can guarantee you that John 10, 27 will kick in. And that verse that says, my sheep will hear his voice. But it'd be so much easier, wouldn't it, if God's voice was the only voice we hear. But unfortunately, the truth is, there are two other voices I can hear just as clearly sometimes. And the first one is my own voice. This voice is as diverse as every person in the universe is diverse. And we can be really harsh and critical on ourselves. And we can then think God is being harsh and critical on us too. In fact, it's really us that condemns ourselves. God will convict us, don't get me wrong, about our behaviour that he wants to address and get us closer to him, but he will never condemn us because when we feel condemned, all we do is just feel really bad. And God will never say something either that is outside of his word or contrary or contradictory to that either. Um, And if we know our Bible, then we'll get to know the character of God and the quicker we'll be able to recognise whether it's him speaking to us or whether it's just me. When we know the truth, the Bible says the truth will set us free. And when we know the truth, we can identify when what we're hearing is God and when it isn't. And this is always harder when I'm emotionally involved in what I'm praying about. That's what I've found out over the years I've been a Christian, that when I'm really invested in something and I'm really connected emotionally to something, I can find it harder to hear the clarity of God's voice in those times. So that's when I check it out with somebody else. I never make huge decisions on stuff like that. I always check it out with somebody else who I really respect and I really think is hearing God too. And second is when I'm tired and I'm exhausted. I don't hear God clearly then either. And you know what I do then? I'm going to sleep. I have a rest. I relax. We don't really hear God truly and clearly when we're overtired and exhausted. And the third time I struggle to hear is when something's not right in my relationship with him. When something in an area isn't quite connecting with him, or I know that I'm doing something that's a little bit offline with what God would want me to be living like, that can affect what I'm hearing too. So that's my voice. And the second voice we can hear is the enemy's voice. 
And that's the truth. The enemy can speak to us too. And do you remember when Jesus went to the desert and he was tempted by the devil for 40 days? What did the devil do? The devil took scripture and he twisted it and he took it out of context and he threw that back in Jesus's face. But then what did Jesus do? He was quick to correct that. He was quick to correct it. The Bible says that the devil comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. That's his purpose. So I want to tell you that if what you start hearing is overly negative, destructive or just downright accusing, that isn't God, that isn't you, that's the enemy. So we can have my voice, we can have the enemy's voice, but the voice you want to hear above every other voice is God's voice. And sometimes it can be so distinct, you know, you can't miss it. But most of the time, it sounds just like your own thoughts. And it can come in other ways. Like suddenly you'll get a Bible verse come to mind, or you'll remember something that you heard in a podcast, or you'll remember something that you heard from a sermon that you've been hearing, or you heard last Sunday, or um, something that someone's actually said to you in the past. And it will come to your mind right then. Why does that happen? God brings these things to your mind because they connect with your now. They connect to your current circumstance and what you're talking to him about. And when God speaks, it will always line up with the Bible, his character and his actions. What, who is God? What's he like? He's kind, he's loving, he's inspirational, he's wise. And remember, convicting but not condemning. But the comfort is for us today is that if I really want to hear God, he will do everything in his power to help us be in a position to hear. Our relationship with God is just like any other relationship that we have that's meaningful and close. We have to start somewhere. It didn't just instantly start, did it? You know, you had to put some effort in. You have to build and develop it. And sometimes we can treat our relationship with God like hearing his voice is suddenly a stranger in the street. He's just suddenly going to stop you and tap you on the shoulder and go, I just want to talk to you about something. It never happens, does it? We can't just run to God with all of our problems and all of our stuff either, just wanting answers. God isn't there just to make my life better. Here's what my conversation with God can sometimes be like. They can be on my time schedule. They can be rushed and I get easily distracted. That can be just a list of things that I want God to do for me. And I can do all the talking and none of the listening. And if I'm being really honest and vulnerable with you, the harsh truth of it is that I can want God to hear me more than I can want to hear him. So the first thing we have to do is change our attitude from being so self-absorbed into being prepared to hear. So that when you get familiar with the way that God starts to speak to you, you'll easily start to recognise the counterfeit voice. The bank trains people to spot counterfeit money. How do they do that? They spend a lot of time studying real money. So they get how it smells, how it feels. Um, they run it through loads of tests so that when they get a counterfeit note, they know exactly what they're looking for. This is exactly the same with God. If I study his word, if I meditate on it, if I learn how to recognise how God thinks and how he acts and how he responds, then if a different voice suddenly starts speaking to me, I'm going to know it's a counterfeit voice. I'm going to know it's a counterfeit voice. But you may be saying, this is all great stuff, Jane, but how do I start on this journey? How do I begin to hear the voice of God for myself? Well, there's no better model in the Bible than a guy called Habakkuk. 
a small book in the Old Testament that packs a big punch. And I'm just going to share a few of his secrets with me because they seem to work. Habakkuk 2 verse 1 says this, I will climb up to my watchtower. That's Habakkuk's way of saying, I want to get alone with God. I'm going to need to get alone with God. I'm going to go to my watchtower. And that's where we have to start. Away from our distractions, away from other agendas, where's your watchtower? Where's your watchtower? It doesn't matter where you get alone with God, as long as you can find a space and a time to do that, inside or outside. But I want to recommend that it's special to you and it's specific to you when you go there. And if you're sitting there going, that's all right for everybody else, Jane, but I don't really need to do that. Listen, if you can do it with a TV on, if you can do it still attached to your mobile, if you can do it with kids running around your feet, Luke 5 tells me that Jesus withdrew to a solitary place to pray. So if Jesus needed to get alone to hear the voice of his father, then how much more do I do? How much more do you do? And Matthew 6 verse 6 in the message translation says this, and I just want to read it to you. Find a quiet, secluded place so you won't be tempted to role play before God. Just be there as simply and honestly as you can manage. The focus will shift from you to God and you'll begin to sense his grace. So find your watchtower. Second thing, we need to wait and then to watch. Habakkuk says this, he says, I will wait and see what God has to say to me. That means I need to quiet myself down, quiet my emotions, my thoughts, get comfortable with silence. I hate silence, but we need to get comfortable with it. And then Habakkuk then says, he will look and see what God says. Isn't that a strange thing to say? I will look and see what God says. God will often give you like a mental image or a picture. And Jesus said to his disciples, watch and pray, watch and pray. It can be as simple as just asking God when you're praying to him, is there anything you want to show me right now? Is there anything you'd like me to see right now? And then the third thing, important thing is we write it down. We write it down. Habakkuk said, the Lord gave me this answer. Write down clearly what I reveal to you. Why do we need to write it down? Well, writing something down keeps me focused. It helps me to remember what God has said and what he replies and then what I've actually asked him for. Then I can see God working too. God will often have done things that I've prayed about in the past, you know, but I haven't seen it or acknowledged it because I've literally forgotten what he said. So writing stuff down is really important. Then the fourth thing we need to do is we need to worship. Habakkuk 3 verse 2, he said this, O Lord, now I've heard your report, now I've heard your voice, and I'll worship you in awe. It's a thank you that you've spoken to me. It draws me closer to God, and it makes mine and your prayer life more of a dialogue and less of a monologue. So we can practice hearing the voice of God. And I've got a little test for you to do. It's a little bit of a workshop we think you should do right at the end of this. If I think I'm getting a little distant or distracted or I've forgotten what I think God's voice sounds like for me, I'll often ask myself a question so I can teach myself again what his voice sounds like and discern it. So find a quiet place, quiet your mind and try asking yourself one of these questions and see how God will answer you and then write it down. So let's give this a go. Try asking yourself one of these questions. How do you see me right now, God? 
Where do you want me to grow to be more like you? What's my greatest strength or weakness at the moment? And is there anywhere you want me to be your hands and feet right now? And when you start to get those impressions, those mental images, those pictures, those words in your head, filter it through those three voices we talked about at the start. If you start thinking, well, God can't use me. God can't possibly be asking me to do that. I'm nothing. I'll just mess it up. Listen, you know that isn't the voice of God. John 15, 16 says this, you are chosen. He can use you. And John 1 verse 12 says, I'm his child. You are more than something to him. God wants to talk to you. So why not start the conversation?